Welcome to Just Jay-Z. Each week, join your favorite hairdressing duo, Just Jesse and Stu Styles, as they talk salon life, hair hacks, traveling, lifestyle, and more. More. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Jay-Z. It's Just Jesse And Stu Styles. Ooh. So today we are going to be real and raw and let you guys in on a little secret. Our lives are not all glitz and glam or long mermaid hair or fun times like you may see on our social media accounts. Insecurities are something that every human being deals with on a day-to-day basis, and we wanted to dig a little deeper and talk about ours so that you guys can get to know us on a more personal level and honestly see that we are human too. Being insecure or full of doubt shouldn't be something shamed since it's something that we all go through. And because there's always a way of coping through these and working through eternal problems, we wanted to help you guys by talking about our insecurities and hopefully opening up a conversation where you guys feel like you can talk about yours as well and relate to us on some level. So let's dive right in. Okay. I'm kind of excited about this because whenever you think of insecurity, I feel like you think of something that's like depressing or like a sad episode, but I kind of want to turn it into like this is what it is for us. And like, this is the positive side of it. Yeah. Like let's uplift it and like make it a normalized conversation. Cause we all have hard days and struggles and no matter who you are. Well, and I think that social media is such a great thing, but it can be a downfall because you see everyone's highlight reels and not mm-hmm. there behind the scenes. And I know for sure we put our highlight reels out there. I feel like we are pretty real on social media. Yeah. Like I will talk about like the haters I get and the bad comments and stuff. But I think still people think that like, our trips, for example, are all fun and glamour. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's work that but goes no, into like it. We fly in, we're at the airport, we're jet lagged, but then we have to go and set up for the class. As soon as we land, like there's a lot more behind the scenes that like a peop- I guess people don't think about. Or yeah. Just like the hard things that go on. Yeah, exactly. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is like, kind of like, what do you think of whenever you think of the word insecurity? Ooh. Because for me, it's like, when I think of like being insecure and things that I think about, that I'm insecure in, which we'll get into like what we're actually insecure about. Yeah. How many times does do say insecure in this podcast? Like 10 <laughs> it's times a drinking game. <laughs> Drink every time you hear the word insecure. Whenever I think about like what I'm insecure about is like, I must think about it. Like if we're at a class and I'm in front of a crowd uh-huh. and I'm like, what negative thing is everyone thinking right now? Like, it's oh, like yeah. I go by like one person by one person. I'm like, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? What are they thinking? And it's not like that when I'm up there, but whenever like I think of like something I like struggle with, that's where it comes from. Like Does other people's sense? thoughts about you. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's a big one, I think, mm -hmm. for a lot of people. What is it for you? I would say one of my biggest insecurities is comparing myself to other people in regards of like how hard I'm working, which is such a crackhead thing to say. But I feel Mm -hmm. like I see other people that are hair influencers or business owners on Instagram, and I see them doing really cool things and big things. And I'm like, I should be doing that. I should be better. I should be Mm -hmm. doing more, which sounds funny because I feel like we're always working. But I put a lot of pressure on myself to constantly be doing more, especially when I see other people doing things. And I think that's an insecurity of mine. And maybe it's why I work as hard as I do. One of your insecurities should be spelling because you spell insecurities wrong on this outline. <laughs> Everyone. I did it on Google Docs. It auto corrects everything. Insecurities. Oh, that one. Yeah. Whoops. It's like on that show Meet the Millers, that movie. And it's like, no, no regrets. No regrets. No like, regrets. Are you sure? Not even one Not even one letter. letter? I thought it would be kind of cool for us to like talk about what we actually are insecure about and open up. So okay. my first thing, I feel like one of my biggest insecurities is almost having like imposter syndrome. Uh-huh. Because whenever someone's like, oh my goodness, like. 
I love you. You're so good at hair. And I'm like, am I? Like, I just feel like I like, go to work. Like, do I know work. what I'm doing? Yeah. And then, like, even whenever, like, if someone comes to me and asks me for a question, I'm like, are you sure you want me to, like, to yeah. answer this? Like, this is how I would do it. But, like, it's almost like I don't feel like I deserve, yeah. like, to be that person yeah. in a way. Because it's you. Like, yeah. even though you've worked hard for it, it's, like, hard to, like— think you're worth that, you know, when yeah. it's yourself. And I feel like that's what I deal with the most is I must be like, if someone comes and like, and they're a hairstylist and they're like, I love you guys. And like they get, I do their hair. I'm like, are they going to love it? Am yeah. I actually going to be Ooh. able to achieve it? Yeah. That's the or worst. something like that. Or like, am I actually as like as good as people think I am? Yeah. And I'm like, and it's mainly like when people give me a compliment, I like almost turn it into a negative thing. Yeah. And I don't need to do that. You do not. And I'm going to give you some advice right now. When I was talking to Sarah May on the phone, if you guys don't follow her, which I'm sure you do, you need to. She's awesome. She's coming to our salon in June to teach a class and we're going to have her on the podcast and we're actually doing an imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome podcast with her. But what she was telling me was she was like, you know, like, she's like, it's so crazy to hear your voice. I followed you for so long. And I'm like, "Uh, same, you're amazing. And then she's like, it's just so crazy because like, we were talking about the podcast and she's like, I feel that way all the time, like imposter syndrome. Like I don't deserve what I have and I'm really not anything crazy. Whereas we look at her and we're like, you're incredible. Yeah. And so I'm it's like, funny. Yeah. And it's cool to see that someone with her success and her caliber and everything she has going on feels exactly the same way. So mm-hmm. I think that you need to realize that no matter how successful you are, or even if you're just starting out, everyone struggles with those feelings, no matter how amazing they are. And you're not the only one. And I think that if anything, I think it's kind of a good thing you struggle with it. Cause I know there are people in this world <laughs> and I'm thinking of one person in particular, but I know there's a lot that get success. And then they're like, I deserve this. I'm the best. Everyone else is just mm-hmm. a copycat or not as good as me. I and invented how to lighten hair. Exactly. And I think a lot of hairdressers kind of get like on that high horse when they get a following or they mm-hmm. have success and they would never understand what you're feeling because they think that they're entitled and deserve it. And I love that you don't feel that way because I feel like that's why people relate to you is because they're like, oh, he's just a normal, real guy. And you take the time to understand people's struggles and help them because you feel the same way. So yeah. I think it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love it whenever people come to classes and they're like, oh, you guys are actually best friends. Like, oh, we can yeah. See you cracking up. And they're like, it's not just for show. And I'm like, no. Someone said to him, they're like, I'm so glad that you're real friends and you weren't just hired to be her friend or something. Yeah, they're like, you're not just friends for the business. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, just to put on a good show for everyone. I died. I'm like, I'm, what? Yeah. And I love it when I have to pay s- people to be my friend. <laughs> How sad. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I'd probably run by now. No, I'm I mean, just I am paying you. Maybe that is why you're here. <laughs> she pays me good. So I have to stay. <laughs> No, but I do love that. And I do think it's like humbling because a lot of the times people do come to our classes and they're like, I was so scared to take a class from like an influencer because it's just like I had the worst experience at this hair show meeting my favorite influencer or someone I looked up for years and I met them. And it's like, you almost don't want to meet your idols in a way. And I don't, and I hope like when someone comes to a class and I'm just being like goofy and like talking to them whenever like there's downtime or like there's, they're just like working away on like working on learning extensions. And I'm not like actually physically like showing, like demoing it. I'm like mm-hmm. wanting to get to know them. I'm like being goofy or like telling funny stories. I'm like, you'll never guess what happened to this. And they're like, you're exactly who you are. Yeah. And that makes me happier than anything yeah. in life. Because sometimes I do wonder like following up on like imposter syndrome. I'm like, am I that person? Yeah. 
Like, am I really that funny and cool and smart, mm-hmm. talented? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, one time I had a client tell me, she was like, oh, so she's like, I know Stu Stouts is like a thing. And I was like, what do you mean? A and thing. she was like, yeah, she was like, that's like your alter ego. Like, that's not who you are. And I was like, no, like I post everything about my life to like my hair to like yeah. everything we're up to basically on that account. Like I'll get on there and talk sometimes. Well, and I think in the salon doing hair, you're not going to be the funny outgoing person you are on Instagram. Like, of course you're personable, but you have like 10 clients. You're running from chair mm-hmm. to chair. So you're not gonna like be as like you know what I mean. Don't so maybe that's what she meant. But crack up. <laughs> but you are you are the same person. I can attest to that. Like you are you are who uh, you are. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. What about you? I would say honestly, like kind of what I said before. My biggest insecurity is that I feel like I'm never doing enough. Like if I am ever at home you know, just like watching TV or like having downtime. I'm like, oh, I need to get this done and this done. Like my brain never shuts off. And I think, I think I told you this in a previous podcast that like one of my biggest fears is being seen as like lazy. And I think that's why one of my biggest insecurities is like, oh, I have to keep up. I have to do better. And I'm going to bring it back to Sarah May again, because it's kind of goes hand in hand. But when I was talking to her, they were like telling me about how the class is going to go and blah, blah, blah. And I like went and looked at her Instagram after to get like an idea of like what their classes look like. And I was just like, she has so many amazing hair pictures and videos. And like, I don't do that enough because we have so much going on here with podcasting and education and like all the other stuff we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to do more hair. And like this last couple of weeks, I think I went on like a crazy binge of like, we're doing this client and this client and this client. And <laughs> it's great because then I get content, but I feel like I compare myself like Sarah May is doing this. So I have to do this or another hair influencer is doing this. So I have to do it and I have to be better and I have to do more. And I think it only hurts myself, but like, I don't know how to shake that. And I don't really know where it comes from either. Hmm. So tell me, therapist, what should I do? <laughs> Interesting. Is that what a therapist says? And like you're laying on the couch. Probably. They look at, they're like writing in their notes. So tell me how you feel about that. I'm going to say that's absolutely false because you don't ever shut off. That's There's true. never, even if you're on a vacation, your wedding, you're supposed <laughs> to be there like the day before our wedding. We're all at the pool like partying. We're like, woohoo, we're having the time of our lives. And Jesse's like, okay, I have to film this. I have to do this. I have to post this. Let's record. Let's vlog. Yeah. There's no, it, this weekend's a good example too. The second we land, I get in our hotel room and they're like, okay, you have two hours to relax. And then we have reservations for dinner. I'm like, perfect. I lay down. And I was like, Jenna, I am not moving from this spot until dinner. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I kicked my feet up. Shut my eyes and I get a call from Jesse. Hey, we're launching this video that we did a collab on. So you ne- I'm sending it to you. You need to do your voiceover on it. You need to upload it to YouTube. You need to make a thumbnail. You need to do all this. I'm like, it never stops. And so I do, I'm like working on that, doing my voiceover, like getting that video ready. Yeah. Cause I have like, it's crunch time before dinner. And then I need to get ready for dinner and like unpack and get ready for, it's just like a lot. And I hope that doesn't sound like first world problems. Like, it, Oh my God, I have to, I have to be a, video. a YouTuber. But then like two of the other educators came in our room and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I have to get this video up, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, you never stop. And I was like, me, I was like, I feel like I'm lazy compared to Jesse. <laughs> you're like the younger version of me. And I feel like you're going to just slowly turn into me. Because you are just getting into the monster, but <laughs> yep. it is like nonstop with you, which is like it the is. biggest. It's a it's a flaw because it's... I don't know how to have fun. Like literally, <laughs> I don't. I, it's bad. Like it's... I cannot turn off and just enjoy life. So how do I fix that? That I don't have. That <laughs> He's like you're your, broken. <laughs> it's your best quality and your worst quality. It's my best quality for business, but my worst quality for like personal life. I don't know. We're gonna work on that. Okay. Maybe you need like therapy. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe I think what would be good for you is like a little vacation 
where you're, there isn't service or there isn't Wi-Fi. No, I would die. I know, but that's what you need just for I one know, weekend for twenty four hours. For twenty four hours, I could do that. I will put say your phone this down weekend, or your blogging camera down. Yeah, in this five weekend. Years. We were working and we were doing, I was like so crazy about filming housewives and stuff, mm-hmm. but I did not pick up my vlog camera and I made that decision, even though I had, I should have been vlogging for like naughty family. I was like, I'm not going to do that this weekend. Cause like, I want to enjoy the trip. And I feel like that was like a small step for me to be like, yeah. you know, so there's a little progress, but then of course I'm still thinking about other things. Yeah. But that's your Just business life. is your life. Yeah. It's just, I think business owners and entrepreneurs have to have that mindset because yeah. if you don't, how would you ever get anywhere, you know? Exactly. But maybe I'll, with my old age, as I get older, I'll be able to slow down. <laughs> You're definitely not, not doing enough. Well, thank you. You're doing way more than Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, no, there's no way we can do this in a day. And she's like, it's like, only yeah, 30 things to check off in eight hours. I'm like, Jess, there's no <laughs> like today, possible way. We've done two podcasts. We're doing hair after this. And then we have an event we're speaking at tonight. <laughs> yeah. And it's, we flew in yesterday. And yeah. we did a bunch, like, you decided on a bunch of, like, regulations for classes and, like, getting bottle rooms and, like, did a new manual. stuff like that. Made we're a doing new the training videos. Manual. Yeah. Like, Planning. it's just crazy. Yeah. Nuts. God, she never stops. Okay. My... I feel like something else I struggle with is like I always think about like letting my family down. Like I'm so scared I'm going to do that. Why? I don't know. And they're so proud of me and they're so supportive of like anything I do. I'm like in a dress on Instagram and I'm from like a little small town in Alabama. And that's just like wouldn't fly there. But like (laughs) it's just like sometimes I'm like, am I making them proud? Like is it worth being on the other side of the country? Like what am I missing out on? Because if it wasn't like honestly, like if if I didn't have the the opportunities that I had here, like there's no way I could live that, that far, far. Yeah. Like it makes it worth it being far away. And yeah. like sometimes like I have to miss my little brother's birthday cause I can't make it. And like, it is like, it's like an all day hassle mm-hmm. to get home. Cause it does take like eight hours. Cause I have to like fly across the country and then fly from there to like my little small town that I'm from. Even for two days. Yeah. Like- and then, but I know like I'm not disappointing them at all. Or like, I'm not, not making them proud. Like they're so proud. Like they love telling people like, and Mimi, like when you have conversations with her, she's always like, how's this person? What are you doing? Tell me about this. Like you talked to her for a long time and that right there proves it. Mm -hmm. And another thing is even though you may miss things and you may miss Ty and him, what he's doing and growing up and stuff. I feel like on the flip side, you are giving him such a great example to look up to. Like, he's like, my older brother's doing this, right? And how many times have you heard him say he wants to be a YouTuber and you find videos on his iPad of him trying to do YouTube videos because he wants to be like you. So I feel like uh, that's, you're making him proud and you're going to help him grow into a better person because of it. He's so cute, guys. He just turned eight and I went back home for my cousin's wedding. Like his birthday was at the same time and I gave him my camera and like a YouTube setup because he, <laughs> he calls himself Ty Styles. Like, I love it. See, he uh, loves yeah. that. It's like the cutest thing ever. And he'll make YouTube videos on his iPad. He's like, I just want a YouTube camera like you. So I got him like a camera that like flips around like mine. And like it was just like a smaller version of mine. Aww. And it had, and I got him a green screen so he can like set up the camera in green screen mode and it can put whatever background oh, he wants. And I bet it's he so died. cool. And he's just like the cutest. He's like, hi guys, I'm Ty Styles and welcome back to my channel today. I'm going to be color matching the stew. Extension oh my color. gosh, like, I'm going to cry. I'm like, 
up. See, you're giving him such a cool thing to like be proud of. Like I bet at school he's telling his people about you and like his and friends. He does and... because when I go and pick you up, he'll be like, that's my YouTuber brother. He has a Aww. podcast. I'm like, you don't know what a podcast is. You're eight. <laughs> and he's like, he's famous. I think Peyton and Tiny to meet. They sound like they would get along. <laughs> they do. And I don't know. Even though like I'm here, like I love, like I, when I think about things, I'm like, I love Jay-Z and like, I love you. And like, that's why I want to work hard. I also like want to work hard for them. Cause it's just yeah. like, nobody does anything in my small town. Like, yeah. Uh, like not, you're like a celebrity when you go home. Oh, I'm like Kim Kardashian. I love I that. Home. And your mom's so proud. Like she'll do little Facebook posts about you. Yeah. And like when someone brought the picture of Piper, she's like, my son did that. Yeah. It's cool. It is cool. You're making your family proud. I don't think I you need to worry. So. I get nervous. I think it's like more of a guilt thing yeah. than an insecurity. Maybe I think that is. you feel guilty being away and not having as much time as you used to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is more of a guilty thing because sometimes like this morning you were like, did you check your phone? And I was like, no, I have like 45 messages because my like I your was, family chat? My work group chat was going crazy and my family group chat was going crazy. I was like, I didn't look at it. And I'm always like, the reason I don't look at it isn't to like push them to the side. And so, like, let me get my work done so then I can, like, actually, like, pay attention to the conversation. Yeah. And more of, like, that. So then I'm, like, but then I'm, like, they think I'm ignoring them because mm-hmm. I'm, like, too busy. Like, I'm too too styles. Yeah. Like, I, and then, yeah, I don't know. It's no, I get always, it. like, tr- kind of, like, going around the circle and being, like, am I actually, like, making time for every bucket that I have to fill? Totally. And I think that's the hardest thing about balance, you know, is making sure you're giving everyone enough attention and time and yourself enough attention and time. And that can be super frustrating. It really can. Yeah. I think another one of mine is I struggle, and maybe this is more of a guilt thing as well, but I struggle with being a good mom and a good business owner and a good wife and a good sister and daughter and friend. And like, I have so many different roles and everyone in my life's like involved in my business and personal life. So like when I'm here working, I get so into it, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm being a bad mom and I have mom guilt. But then when I go home and I'm being a mom, I have guilt because I'm not working enough, I think. And then I'm letting my family down because my family is my business. So I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I don't care because I'm not answering phone calls because I'm working with Jagger or I'm doing something. So I feel like I struggle with insecurity on both ends of like being a good mom and a good business, but also my family's in my business. So I'm like, am I being good to my family? Like it's weird. You know what I mean? So that's a hard balance thing. But I think a lot of working moms feel that way. I think that's the normal thing, like mom guilt. Yeah. And like feeling like, I feel like it's not it's more of like being afraid of being like mom shamed. Yeah, You're totally. Like, oh, well, this like she stays home four days a week and works two days a week. Like I should be doing that because yeah. they're like they're getting That's so a much more mom. than I. And like not every mom has to travel for work and like yeah. go across the country for the weekend and like mm-hmm. and that's a huge part of your business. And I feel yeah. like you are extra hard on yourself. But I will say like. I lived with you and your ex-husband. Like <laughs> you, the effort you put into your marriage now is nothing compared to then. Oh yeah. And 100%. you go so far out of your way for Jordan. And even Jagger, like it makes me so mad when people do like mom shame you. Cause I'm like, if y'all knew how much she loved this kid, like it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. It's like, like, even though I have a business and dreams and accomplishments, like I still think mm-hmm. about him every second. And yeah, it's not normal to like leave. If you have to leave your kid or like 
every other weekend, which you don't always do. You always try to take him. Oh, yeah. We've taken him a lot. Yeah. I think he's he's been more places than me. He's been to nine states in a year. He's been to Mexico three times. And, yeah, Mexico. Like, <laughs> he's, Jagger's living a good life, you guys. Yeah. But and it's like the it's unnecessary not... things. Like I got a message the other day. I posted like a video of Jagger crying in his crib. Mm-hmm. And it's because I set him down for a second to like get his diapers and like pajamas ready. And he started crying. And I was just like typical nighttime routine or whatever, being funny. And someone's like, well, why don't you cuddle him to sleep then? And I'm like, I do, but I'm not showing that like Mm -hmm. and so it's like the things that people assume so I do think I overthink it because I'm like people are gonna think I'm not being a good mom and so yeah it's hard honestly don't I feel like it's more of like I feel like you don't care what people say but then it does whenever people are like you're so plastic you're so this (laughs) you don't look the same you're annoying you're the hair destroyer you're like whatever (laughs) I don't care like they can talk about you but when it took when they talk about your family. It oh, hits yeah. Like when like that one girl was bullying you on the stew post, I was like, F uh, yeah. this bitch. Like, <laughs> are you kidding? But then when it's me, I'm just like, yeah, it's a side effect of the job, whatever, yeah. you know? You're like, what can I do? But you're like, it's more of like, talk about me all day, but talk about my family and I'll kill. Exactly. Especially because no one knows. Like, I'm like, you guys don't know how hard Stu works. And blah, blah, blah. Or like with Jagger, I'm like, you guys don't know how much time I spend with him. Like, yeah. it's just hard. Because but... whenever you are at work and whenever you are on trips, you are posting because that is your job. But whenever you yeah. are home, like you might post one story instead of like 10. Yeah. Because it's like, how many times can you post that you're like feeding him? Exactly. Like it's repetitive. diaper. Like, yeah. It's more of like, would you guys think this was helpful or interesting or this could be like a trick to change your life or like try to change the way you travel or do yeah. things on an everyday basis? And I think you are such a good mom. Thank you. I love the mom you are. I hope Jagger does too. <laughs> and, and, and things have changed from like working so hard for like a passion and stuff uh-huh. too. Like you still have that. Like this is what I love to do. But most like now you say all the time, like this is like Jagger's future, like where yeah. college he'll get, what car he'll get when he grows up, like what I can yeah. provide for him, like he'll what have kind a better of life, house he'll ha- live in, like how he'll grow up and, and like, have a work ethic. Like I feel yeah. like I'm going to teach him that at a young age, which I'm proud of. Yeah. Thank you. You're doing fine. I swear. Thank you. Do you have any other insecurities? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me pull out my diary. Your lips. I feel like <laughs> something I have a hard time with, I'm trying to make it a priority. It's kind of the same thing you are saying is like, I feel like I make my like work life and work relationships put that over any other relationship. Like even like whether it's like a boyfriend or like a guy I'm trying like talking to to get to know or like a friendship. Like I'll like there's you remember that guy I was telling you about? Mm -hmm. Like he came over and it was so cute, you guys. He like we watched Sweet Home Alabama and I'm from Alabama and we just like cuddled and talked and got to know each other. And I was like, he's the best. But then I go on a work trip. And I'm like, okay, we have to do this. We have to set up for the class. I have to post stories. I have to answer all these people. I have to keep make sure I have zero messages because what if someone's like, oh my gosh, my flight got delayed or this, that. They're trying to get up with me to let me know like they're going to be late or they have to make this change or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, so I feel like I'm always like in the zone and I'm like, okay, I have to post stories. So like, this is what I'm doing. This is so fun. Like when we travel, this is a hack or like, mm-hmm. this is what it's like to teach or like set up for the class or like, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Just like I did just then. Or like, I'm like, <laughs> or then I'm like, oh, I need to like soak up the time with like all the other educators because yeah. they are like my best friends too. Yeah. And then. You forget um, to text that guy back. Like, yeah. It's like he it's, doesn't even cross my mind the whole weekend. And then yeah. I come home and then like I text him yesterday because we were talking about doing something this week. And I was like, oh, by the way, I'm home. But it's nice because he thinks it's so cool. That's good. But it's like, he's like, oh no, I get it. Like you, you were off. You were like on a work trip. And I'm like, Yeah. But, like, I, I had plenty of time to text you, but... Um, it just wasn't your thought It just process. wasn't a priority yeah. at all. And I'm like, I've got to change that. Yeah. And then I'm like... And then, because there's, like, 
three guys I'm like texting right now, but it's like I'm not. Yeah. Because I don't make it a priority at all. It's like, and then I don't even think about it till I'm like laying in bed. I'm like, did I do everything on my checklist? Did I do this? Oh no, I need to do this tomorrow. And then I'm like, crap, like I need to text him back or I need to text him and ask him how his day is. And like, I need to make that a priority. And that makes me like, I'm like, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be successful, but I'm going to be alone. Oh, no, you won't. But I get it because I feel like especially being like a gay man, you're not having the same pressure here in Utah as women where it's like we got to get married and have kids right away. You don't want kids. And so you're going to focus right now on building your success and your career. And then maybe in your 30s, that's when you're going to focus on relationships and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I understand because you got to start that somehow or else you'll never be able to do it. So I agree. I think we both could work on that. Like just like focusing more on our personal lives. Unplugging. Yeah, that too. you can't whenever it's your life. I know. When you have your own business or you're involved in something like this, like you can't put your phone down and be like, oh, it's business hours. I can't, you know, like we just don't have that luxury, but we can be better at that. I think we should both try to help each other with that. Yeah. I don't know how, but yeah. I'll think of something. We'll think of it someday. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'll do like a vlog. <laughs> on how to find balance. Maybe we should just do like a gay bachelor series on your YouTube. I want to like, do that so God, bad. I took all the pr- work off of me because then I'm coming here to work and do content, but I'm getting that relationship. <laughs> At the same time. Overwork kind of aspect that <laughs> I need to Who wants a gay on. bachelor series on my channel is too? Because I think that would be <laughs> amazing. I, I want it. Anything so many it people are it. like, yes. I just have you show up one day. I'm like, oh, here's 25 men to meet you. <laughs> 25 would be so overwhelming. I know. I don't know how they do it. I think everything we talked about that conversation was really good because it just shows that it's going to be good to just open up to a friend or someone that you're very close to, like a family member, and a way to like seek advice for one another. Because yeah. I feel like when you're insecure about something, you like don't want it to be talked about. You don't want to like bring it up because it just kind of almost makes it like a true statement. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like what you're dealing with when it comes to your insecurities. Is just like an inner demon or like something yeah. you're struggling with. Cause like you can say, like, I'm such a bad mom, I'm such a bad wife. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, look at the difference between this relationship and your last relationship. Yeah. Or look how you prioritize Jagger and making sure he's safe at all times. And like you're always thinking about him, always checking on him, and are like wanting to work to like have him a better life. Like you're not, it's just mm-hmm. more of like a mental thing. So it it's is. like sometimes I think it's good to talk to someone like whether you do it like make it a priority just to like have like someone close to you that'll be real with you to like kind of check you and put you in your place well and like having a sounding board you know like even if that person's not giving you advice just being able to talk about your feelings and Mm -hmm. vent can sometimes be super helpful and I say that to Jordan every time because he's like a fixer and I think most men are so I'll like vent about a problem or like a feeling I'm having and he'll try to fix it and I'm like no I just want you to listen like I just need someone to listen and that's it you know because that can make you feel better or even writing in your journal or you know just something to release that so I think it'd be good to talk about like ha- examples of like how we overcome that. Oh, okay. Because I say like, I feel like I have imposter syndrome, but we go and teach classes all the time. So yeah. then I'm like, okay, I actually am good or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's really good to like, kind of like challenge your thoughts. And then, uh, because for me, like with the imposter syndrome, I'm like, you know, like, I'm not good enough. I actually don't deserve to be here. Like, what if they think I'm a joke? Or like, what if this is like, I know this works for me, but it not, might not work for them. Mm-hmm. Things like that. But then at the same time, I think about like right before class, like when you have the jitters, I thought that's the worst part, like walking in and introducing yourself. I used to be so nervous to do that, but I feel like it's getting easier and easier every time, especially the last few classes, because so many people say like, you are awesome. And like, no matter like, 
what it is, just like you guys putting everything out there and like doing the podcast, doing social media, doing YouTube, it just makes me like want to wake up and go to work instead of like regretting going to work or like dreading to go to work or like dreading to go to the beauty supply because you did a beauty supply haul and it's like, oh my God, I want to go and try that one thing. You're making the mundane things fun. Yeah. I love that. What about for you? I think a big way that I have helped find like balance and like overcoming insecurities or guilt is making time to do things that A, help my mental health, help my physical health, and also like help me delegate and balance. So a big thing that me and Jordan do is we get a massage every month, no matter what. We have a membership, we go do that. And that helps my physical body. It also helps my mental state. I need to be better at like going to hot yoga classes or working out because that always helps me feel better. Mm-hmm. And a new apartment. We can oh yeah, we can go to the gym. Hours. We so keep saying we that. Midnight, we can go. We could go. Hour. Perfect. Well, we always keep saying we need to work out before work, but, and I want to go do that like energy here thing at that oh, salt yeah, place, like so stuff cool. like that. And then also this sounds dumb and I know not everyone has like the luxury to be able to do this, but hiring house cleaners to come once a month and like getting my dogs groomed or taking them to daycare and doing things that like I feel guilty about, like, oh, my dogs are home alone all day. But like, taking them to daycare where they get to play with other dogs. I'm paying for that, but it makes me feel better. And like getting my house clean, like I do the day-to-day things like laundry and dishes, but having someone come deep clean makes all the difference and helps me feel balanced. So kind of like doing what you can and then delegating the rest and hiring out the rest just to help your mental state Mm -hmm. helps you feel better overall, I think. And I think like since we're talking about self-care, like whenever... I first think of self-care, I'm thinking of things like massages or facials or anything like that, something that's a little bit more luxurious. And it doesn't have to really be that because sometimes like if I go home tonight and I just like take a shower and do my skincare routine, I'm like, oh, I feel so good. Like I wash my face, use a toner, use a moisturizer, lotioned up my body, like little things like that. Just taking the time instead of being like, oh, today was rough. Today was like overwhelming. Just taking the time to do the small things you care yeah. about, Which even is though funny. it's something it's like you can a basic skip. need is like showering and you're like, that's self-care, but it's true. Yeah. Like we get so busy, you forget to like pamper yourself, you know? Yeah. But it's just like, if you take like the smaller task and do those, like it's something like, it's so easy to be like, you know what? I'm not washing my face now. I'm going to bed. Yeah. But if you do do it, you do feel so much better about yourself. So true. And your environment is a big part Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. I I am such a, like I feed off of my environment. So like I need my office, my house, my car to be clean and bright Mm -hmm. and happy and like organized because if the house is a mess, my mind is a mess. Yeah. I'm totally like that. And like for yesterday we like come home and I was like, it was so good. Just like all of my clothes from the trip, wash them, dry them, put them away, put everything like where it goes. Like unpacking instead of leaving it around forever. Oh yeah. It was so nice. And and it was just like putting everything around you. Yeah. Like you don't have any tasks to do. You don't have any chores to do. Like, okay, I'll just do the laundry tomorrow. Like even that takes such a like mental strain off of you or like something that could be holding you back. Yeah. I think something else that is good too, to like whenever you're trying to like overcome anything you're struggling with is like embracing like the awkwardness. And I have a good example. (laughs) We were in Orlando and I was going to like do the cutting demo (laughs) extensions. And I was going to say dense and thick, but I said extensions are so dick (laughs) instead of dense and thick. And I was like, oh crap. And I'm like in a room of 40 people and they all like start laughing. And I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, I said it and I owned it. And I was like, you know, and someone recorded it and they sent it to me and I was like, okay, yeah, we're roll with the punches. We're doing this. And it's just like, you know, and I posted it on Instagram, just like poke fun at myself. I'm like, you know what? Like it was awkward and comfortable. I hope I never say dick again in front of 45 people, <laughs> but it's just like embrace, like who cares? It it's funny. Like poke fun at yourself. Well, and I think that's a sign of a good educator. I always tell you guys that like, 
if something goes wrong in a class, you roll with it, you know, just go along with it or you pretend it didn't happen. Like when that moth flew in the class and I literally was like doing my demo and some of the educators were freaking out and like, like screaming. Yeah. And I just kept talking. I'm like, ignore it. Like you just have to kind of like either ignore those things or like you said, embrace it and like play into it and then keep going. Like this weekend in the demo, I started like choking. Like, I don't know what happened, but like my throat got a tickle. The room was very, very hot and stuffy. And I just kept getting dry throat. But like in the middle of my demo, I'm just like, oh, sorry, got to take some water. Like you don't be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I I like lost my train of thought. Like, Mm -hmm. of course you feel flustered, but you just have to push through it. And maybe that's just, yeah, everything in life, like roll with the punches. And if something goes wrong, just scream out. What's that word? Plot twist. Dick. When dick. in doubt, dick it out. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> that's self care too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's your workout. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, your mom's gonna hear this. Ew. The last thing I could say is probably like reflect on the good things mm-hmm. because it's like when at dinner the other night we were talking and I said you can either look at your glass half empty or half full. Mm-hmm. It's all about like your perspective and like I could say, oh my god, I have so many people I need to get back to like emails and DMs, but I can say like look at all these people that like have questions or like look yeah. up to me to ask this or like how many things I do have going on. Like this is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And I think having gratitude every day, whether it's at nighttime, like doing a gratitude journal or just like telling yourself what you're grateful for Mm -hmm. or. I've been doing that a lot lately. Like before I go to bed, I'm like, this is really cool. Like you. We never have time to just sit back and think about how lucky we are. I don't have time to write it down. But like as I'm closing my eyes and counting the sheep, (laughs) this is cool. Like this, I'm really proud of like where we're at and like what we're doing. Like I get to wake up and do what I love. Having insecurities means you're doing something right, though. You know what I mean? Because you're overthinking it and it means that you're on the right path. So I hope that episode helped you guys. And you know what it's time for. Let's talk peaks and pigs. My peak is, and it's so funny because this has to be a secret right now, but by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be done already. Uh But we are going to Chicago this weekend and my sister is getting engaged and she has no idea. I hope she can't hear us because she's out in the warehouse. There's but. no way. So we are flying her boyfriend out and he's going to propose at a restaurant like overlooking the water. It's going to be incredible. And we've been setting this all up. I have the ring at my house and I just can't wait because she has no idea. She picked out the ring and she knows it's coming, but I think she thinks it's coming like in the Work summertime. Trips are so go, go, go. She'll have no idea. Yeah. Like, I don't think have... she'd ever think we'd fly him out to something like yeah. that. So I'm excited. That's my peak. So I'll let you guys know how that goes and I'm sure we'll vlog it. And then my pit would be that... This week has been, well, the last few weeks have been stressful because I lost both my nannies like on the same day. (laughs) Crazy timing, which is completely understandable. They both had amazing reasons. I'm not mad, but Jagger doesn't start his new daycare till next week when we get back from Chicago. So this week I'm having to scramble and have like random people watch him. And as a working mom, that's just always super stressful. So, and you always feel bad whenever you throw, you're like, I'm throwing him off on you. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. Like they ask, they like know. offer that's what family and friends are for. And I have the best support system, but I just always feel bad. And, you know, so anyway, it's just been hard to like, balance that but next week's gonna be good because he's enrolling in a new daycare and they're gonna teach him so many things and he's gonna do great yeah i would say my peak is for sure this week i had the honor jesse gave me my own extension color the it's stew the stew cookie dough and it sold out within 12 hours or we're saying 24 um it was less than 24 i think a little more than 12 maybe this is I what happened know. in 12 hours 
Everyone everything was at least 50% one. was gone. Yeah, especially in full hand tied, everything but one sold out. And yeah. I was like, oh, that, that'll be gone within an hour. And then the next day is whenever it was. We Should we look at numbers right now? Yeah, but everything's over halfway sold out. And I feel like that's just so cool within 24 hours. And like we're running really low on stuff now. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just so cool that you guys like something like I like was like, this is an idea I have. Let's do it. Yeah. And like you giving me like, it is like an honor here to like have your own color. It Even is. No, you don't think of it like that. I don't think. Okay. But, so hand tied are sold out. Half hand tights are like 50%. Cozy wefts, there's only 10 left. Half cozy, 10 left. Half machine weft, 10 left. Wow. It's like the magic number. Five of machine left. And then the tape ins, there's only eight left of the 22 inch, but they just... I just noticed they put in 16 inch, so we must have gotten those in today. Oh yeah, there was boxes. Okay, so then we'll have to post that. And we're literally down in like almost a single digits. That's That's awesome. Like that, and that's crazy because we had a lot on the website. So that's like the highlight of my career having a color because this is I posted on Instagram and I said I never would have thought like whenever I was in beauty school like not even imagining this would be my life like I just we like had a little package of hair and we're like take I took the class. There's, I never thought my name would be on one of those. It's really cool. It's and insane. it was one of your biggest goals. And I always yeah. like give Stu a hard time because he wanted a color and he told me that from day one. And I was like, no, I've named too many colors after friends and it just doesn't work out. But you worked hard and you persevered. And two years later, here you are. It's insane. <laughs> and it's the best color yet. So I'm proud. <laughs> uh, it is an awesome color. My pit would have to be my pits. Because... <laughs> This weekend? We went to a class this weekend, and every time, what color green is that that I wore? Olive. Olive. It's yeah. an olive green. Every time I wear olive green, my shirt gets ruined on trips. It does not matter. Remember, True. in Dallas, it got yeah. ruined in Denver. It literally, it, I don't know what it is. In Dallas, a few months back, I wore this olive green shirt, and I put on this like lotion, and it sunk through this shirt, and it was like sticking to me, and like, it looked all stained. It almost looked tie-dyed, and I was like, I can't wear this because it looks botched. It doesn't look like intentional tie-dye. Yeah. And so then I wore olive green this weekend, and I put on my deodorant, and it's a new deodorant that I bought, and I'm like, oh, it smells so good. Smell it. Put my shirt on. And then I was like, oh my God, look. I was like, my deodorant sunk through my shirt, because I do put on like a crazy amount of deodorant, Yeah, because my biggest fear in life is Stinking. And, <laughs> and that's funny because your nickname's Stinky. <laughs> and so I, Jenna is who I roommate with. And she was like, you know what? It'll dry. I promise you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It, it's just like the smallest little amount. And then we go eat breakfast, go to the class. Jesse does her demo. We're like two hours in. I'm like holding stuff up with my hands up. And I'm like run to the bathroom whenever there's a break. And I was like in the bathroom, like washing my hands. I was like fixing my outfit, making sure I look good to go back in. And I was like, throughout the three hours, it looked like I had sweated, like I was dripping in sweat. And I was like, I'm not sweating, but it looks like I'm disgusting. So then I had to go back in there and like go and just teach everything, like try to keep my arms down. So like my armpits aren't doing, I look like I have T-Rex arms. And I was like so embarrassed. Like So when we broke for lunch, I was like, I'm running up to the room and I'm changing right now. So I came back downstairs and they were like outfit change. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You (laughs) had a black shirt on for the second half of the class. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, But you know what? Embrace the awkward. Yep. That's the lesson of today's podcast. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode all about insecurities. Please message us on Instagram and let us know if this episode helped you. Tell us your insecurities maybe we can chat about it and all of that information is in the show notes below and we'll see you guys next time bye 
Thanks for joining us over here at Just Jay-Z. Just Jay-Z. Catch new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.